Hey everyone, Dr. B here. Welcome to my podcast where you can ask the dentist. That's been the premise all along of our website. It's your chance to ask me your burning questions about oral health. It's not medical or dental advice I'm going to give, but we're going to have a discussion about your question. This empowers you. It gives you information so that when you go to your dentist, you can really get right to the root cause of your problems, of your oral problems, oral health issues, and and get a better result. So here we go. We are going to talk about bruxism today. Brianna has a great question, and I like the question because it already right away differentiates when she is grinding or bruxing. And so anyway, Brianna, take it away. I would love to know how to stop grinding my teeth at night and any advice with that. Thanks, Brianna, for asking that question. So you mentioned grinding at night. That's what I was referring to. A lot of people just say, you know, how do I stop grinding, period? And we've divided this now into two categories. There's daytime grinding, and then there's sleep grinding or grinding while night. So we call this sleep bruxism, SB. Why do we make this differentiation? Because the etiologies, the reason we grind at night we think is different than the reason we grind during the day. So grinding has always been an issue. We call it bruxism, dental bruxism. Dentists have always just treated it in a very band-aid sort of way. We cover the teeth with a night guard. We try and detune the muscles by putting in a night guard. And we try and protect the joint and the teeth surfaces and the muscles by trying to make that patient stop grinding by inserting something in between the teeth. It's like a, it's almost like an orthotic you know, if you're pronating and you have knee joint pain, hip pain, you may see a physician or a podiatrist that will put in an orthotic and realign you. And that's essentially what night guards are. They range from just something to cover your teeth, which is like a sports guard, and they can be helpful because they protect your teeth when you fall, but and also when you grind at night. And then we have what's called a TMJ splint which actually is more tuned and it's more expensive. And they range between 200 to dollars to $800. And they're made out of acrylic. And acrylic is not a great material to have in your mouth. That's another discussion. Plastics, I prefer not to have anything in my mouth all night long. But again, sometimes this is a necessary evil to prevent the grinding. But back to Brianna's question. So in her case, she's asking how to stop grinding at night. And the answer is don't get a night guard. The night guard can actually make you grind more at night. And the reason for that is is because the grinding is connected to perhaps what is the root cause of your grinding, and that is sleep. And it's been now 10 years where I used to make night guards to protect people's teeth at night, but now I'm very wary of that. And what I try and rule out first is if there is a sleep disorder breathing problem with the patient, because the theory is, is that when we grind at night, there is a connection We're not sure what the connection is. It could be that we're trying to open our airway by grinding. We're not sure of that. But there is a connection between grinding at night, sleep bruxism, and sleeping issues. In other words, we're not sleeping well, and those two seem to go together. So, And there are lots of other things that are kind of signs that you're not sleeping well, but sleep bruxism is one of them. So my reply, my answer to you, Brianna, would be first rule out, you could be 18 years old, you could be 65 years old, but if you're wondering how to stop grinding at night, you need to rule out whether you have a sleep issue or not. So that means some kind of sleep study. I wrote a book on that. It's a complicated issue. When my wife and I discovered that we both had sleep apnea in our 40s, even though we're both healthcare professionals, we found navigating the whole healthcare 
process of dealing with sleep to be very confusing, even as healthcare professionals. And so that's why I wrote this book, The Eight-Hour Sleep Paradox. If you Google Berhenna, my last name in Amazon, you'll see the book. You can download it. It's been very well received in the sense that it's a great way to get you up and running, get you to that sleep study, get past the medical system because they're going to push back, especially if you're young, if you're thin, if you're healthy, if you have no comorbidities of sleep apnea, like high blood pressure, diabetes, snoring, all of that. So I would advise finding out about your sleep. Now, if you were to see a functional dentist that is airway-centric, that looks at the airway and makes this connection. And there are a lot of dentists out there that do that now. It's not the majority of dentists, but there are functional dentists that are trained to do this, to make this connection and to rule out sleep, then you'll be fine. You'll get the right form of treatment. And in other words, you're not just going to get that band-aid of something you have to wear for the rest of your life at night to protect your teeth. In fact, you could wear this night guard, protect your teeth, but you're still grinding. Your muscles are still worn out. Your joint's still going to get worn out from too much grinding. And that's not a great fix. But if you could fix the root cause, in other words, if you start sleeping well, better, less interruptions, less airway collapse, I mean, there are a host of issues while sleeping that can lead to sleep bruxism. If you address that, then you may never have to wear a night guard and you will not grind at all and you'll feel better and your teeth won't get damaged in the process. Of course, the big benefit of that is that the sleep bruxism pointed out to you and to your dentist that indirectly that you have a sleep issue and hence you're going to feel so much better by treating that root cause, the sleep, the sleep aspect or part of your grinding issue. So that would be my first inclination and that's how I treat patients. I always tell them, listen, let's get you a sleep study. That could range from ordering an aura ring and looking at the results to getting a full-on attended sleep study. That's a polysomnography, a PSG. Those are expensive. That's where a lot of patients get the pushback from their primary care physicians. Oh, you're fine. Don't worry. That's what happened to me. When I decided that I wanted to get a sleep study, it was hard to get that covered by insurance. And it's an expensive item. It's two to $3,000, sometimes more. And then when I did get my diagnosis of mild sleep apnea, 12 interruptions per hour, there was no action. They Essentially, my physician said, you're fine. Don't worry. I'm not hearing a lot of complaints from you other than your kids tell me that you snore. So, And that's what brought me in. That's what brought our, my wife and I in to see the physician. So having treated my mild sleep apnea, I ignored my physician's advice. I mean, I, I know the difference now. I feel much, much better. So find out about sleep. It's hard to tell from your voice, but it sounds like you are a young woman and have no illness yet. I mean, no chronic diseases. And don't let that fool you if that is the case. You can have sleep apnea at a very young age. I see a lot of children that can't sleep well in their one and two and three and four-year-olds. I see a lot of teenagers that are not sleeping well. I see a lot of young, very thin, very fit women that have something that's called UARS, upper airway resistance syndrome. And they have no idea that they're not sleeping well, but they are grinding their teeth. So Again, there's a lot more to this, but my answer to you would be to rule out sleep. Maybe start with a wearable device. My favorite, again, is the Aura Ring. I wear one every night. So does my wife. So does my family. And from that, you can get a good idea of whether that's something you need to address. And if that's the case and there is a sleep issue, you'll be able to address your grinding properly and get rid of it for good. So I hope that answers your question. I'm sure we'll be discussing this a lot more. It's all over our website. If you go to askthedentist.com, you'll see a lot of discussions about it. Google it. It's becoming now very 
often discussed and well-researched topic, even though we don't know all aspects of it. So I would definitely recommend dealing with the sleep issue first, and that will help you with not grinding anymore and protecting your teeth. One last thing, I alluded to it a few minutes ago. So the method in the old days, again, just five, 10 years ago, the dentist would protect the teeth in, for someone who was grinding their teeth, even during the day sometimes, or nighttime grinding. And back then, we just saw it as grinding. We just assumed it was happening all the time. And by doing that, especially for someone who is suffering from sleep bruxism at night, the act of putting in a night guard can sometimes, it's a long story, but opening the vertical dimension, it can alter your bite in such a way that it makes your sleep worse. It can affect your airway. And there are studies out there that discuss this and, and support this, this idea and so a dentist that is well-minded, that is trained from, you know, at using his training from dental school is doing this and he's actually making the sleep worse, which means that you're going to grind more at night. You're going to suffer more from sleep bruxism. You're going in the opposite direction. So I just wanted to add that. So if your dentist jumps right on the bandwagon and wants to protect your teeth, be wary of that because he or she is not considering the root cause of what is causing you to grind at night and they could actually make it worse by trying to help you. So Anyway, just wanted to throw that in there. Again, thank you for asking that question. It's one of my favorite topics to talk about. You've heard me on podcasts and on Instagram talk about this, and uh, it's very important to understand really what's going on. So I hope I was able to illustrate everything that needs to be known about that. So go see your dentist, find out, find out about your sleep. And if you have any questions, you get some pushback, read the book. You can get it on Kindle. And that should help you figure out your sleep as it's related to grinding. So that's our show for today. Thank you for that question. Again, if you have questions, please would love to hear them. Speakpipe.com slash askthedentist. If you just have some comments or some feedback, I would love some feedback. Maybe I'm being too detailed or maybe you want more detail. Maybe you want links or something. I would love to hear what you think. So diagrams, maybe. Anyway, thanks for that question. Brianna, hope you are able to address your grinding. It's a noble and worthy cause. Your teeth are very important. Again, really appreciate you listening and I'll see you next time. If you are enjoying this podcast, please take a moment to leave a review. This will help others discover the same oral health information that you've been using to optimize your overall health. As always, I appreciate your support and your reviews. Just a reminder that this podcast is for educational purposes only. This podcast is not a substitute for professional care by a dentist, doctor, or other qualified medical professional. This podcast is provided on the understanding that it does not constitute medical or other professional advice or services. If you're looking for help in your journey, seek out a qualified medical practitioner. If you're looking for a functional dental care provider, you can visit askthedentist.com directory and search our Find a Dentist database. It's important that you have someone in your corner who's trained, is a licensed healthcare practitioner, and can help you make changes, especially when it comes to your health.